Hello, beloved. I greet you in the name of our precious Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Welcome to another edition of the Kingdom Ambassador Ministries podcast. This is episode number 14, and I'm your host, Angie Aulis. I just want to welcome you all today to my podcast, and thank you for subscribing. Thank you, listeners, for being out there for me. Thank you for supporting me. If I don't say it enough, I just want you to know that I appreciate you very much, and I could not do this without your prayers and your support. So thank you again um, to all my listeners and to the ones that support me, both just by subscribing and those that support me monetarily. I just wanted you to know that I appreciate you and thank you. So let's go ahead and talk about some things today that is on my heart. Um, I'm going to be taking my scripture references from Psalms 143, Isaiah 49, Matthew 28, and I will list all these in the show notes, but um, some things have been on my heart lately and on my mind when I think about just the times that we're living in and things that the body of Christ seems like all across the board is going through, um, and I believe that the Lord has given me some things today that will that will help each and every one of us, but um, today... I title my topic, Driven Away from Your Inheritance. And you may be thinking to yourself, well, gosh, what does, what does that, what are you talking about, sister? What does this mean, being driven away from your inheritance? If, uh, if you will turn to the Word of God with me, to Psalms 143, and we're going to read the whole entire chapter, um, for Psalms 143. Let's go ahead and delve into the Word of God. Before we get started, I, I would like to say just a little prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you for this day. We thank you for your help, your strength, and your encouragement. And God, we just ask you, Lord, to help us to open up our ears of understanding. And Lord, we ask you for wisdom and knowledge and to be led always by the Holy Spirit in everything that we say and do. In Jesus' precious name, amen. So when we turn to uh, Psalms 143 here, we're looking at, this is a prayer of distress um, from uh, David, the psalmist, the great psalmist. And right here, he's talking about, hear my prayer, Lord, starting in verse 1. Give ear to my supplications. In thy faithfulness, answer me and end thy righteousness. And enter not into judgment. With thy servant, for in thy sight shall no man live and be justified. For the enemy hath persecuted my soul. He hath smitten my life down to the ground. He hath made me to dwell in darkness as those that have been long dead. Therefore is my spirit overwhelmed within me. My heart within me is desolate. I remember the days of old. I meditate on all thy works. I muse on the work of thy hands. I stretch forth my hands unto thee. My soul thirsteth after thee as a thirsty land. Selah. Hear me speedily, O Lord. My spirit faileth. Hide not thy face from me, lest I be like them that go down into the pit. Cause me to hear thy loving kindness in the morning, for in thee do I trust. Cause me to know the way wherein I should walk, for I lift up my soul unto thee. Deliver me, O Lord, from mine enemies. I flee unto thee to hide me. Teach me to do thy will, for thou art my God. 
Thy spirit is good. Lead me into the land of uprightness. Quicken me, O Lord, for thy name's sake. For thy righteousness' sake, bring my soul out of trouble. And of thy mercy, cut off mine enemies and destroy all them that afflict my soul, for I am thy servant. And there are some things here, beloved, that I want to point out about this psalm that David was talking about. First off, we notice that he says, hear my prayer, give ear to my supplications, answer me in your faithfulness, answer me in your righteousness, enter not into judgment with me, hear me speedily, hide not your face from me, cause me to hear your loving kindness when I awake, cause me to know the way in which I should walk, deliver me from my enemies, teach me to do your will. Lead me into the land of uprightness. Quicken me. Bring my soul out of trouble. Cut off your mercy from my enemies and destroy them that afflict me. This is a lot of bullet points here that I want to point out. And I, I want to ask a question today. Has the enemy persecuted your soul? Or I should say... <laughs> Has he, has he recently been persecuting your soul? Have you been persecuted by the enemy? You know, in verse 3 here, this verse is referring to Saul, who had driven David away from his inheritance. Now, Saul was king at that time, um, and he, at first off, he liked David, but then he, jealousy rose up in him because of his anointing, and he just, you know, he'd driven him away from everything that was rightfully his. You know, when I say his inheritance, these are things, friends, like his family, his place of worship, and, and everything else that was dear to him. Saul had driven him away from that. And Saul was his enemy. So Saul made him dwell in darkness, in dark places of hiding, as though he were dead. Beloved, I don't know about you today, but for a long time, I have felt like I'm dead and definitely been in some very dark places. You know, I when I say that, I don't mean in the literal sense, but the place of my soul and all that I hold dear to me have been shut away in what seems like a dungeon. Are you feeling this same way? I lately... Well, it's just like I was talking to one of my dear brothers today. Lately, it feels like since 2020, I don't know, that I've been so overwhelmed in my spirit. And you may be like me today. You know, the enemy has made you feel desolate by driving you and I away from all that is dear to us. Beloved, when I say desolate, I, I don't mean that God has abandoned us. We know that our Heavenly Father is with us in our times of desolation. When it, just like times whenever we're joyless or we're lifeless, devoid of warmth, I guess you could say, comfort or, or hope. You know, when we're devoid of these things, that's what I'm talking about. But I am grateful to know today that He assured us in His Word in Matthew 28 and 20, and I'm going to paraphrase this a little bit. And lo, I am with you always, even until the end of the world. Amen. 
you know, oftentimes I, I find myself thinking back and remembering the days that was not very long ago, you know, when it seemed like I wasn't so overwhelmed and, and my heart wasn't broken. I recall, you know, just having my family around me and being able to worship God in song and in peace and remembering how I had peace in the work of my hands and peace in my mind and joy, contentment in the fruits of my labor, you know, peace in my home. And when I say, when I say peace in my home, I mean, when things weren't so fast paced, do you feel that way today? You know, it just seems like that all we do is get up and, and go to work and rush through the day and, and rush back home and try to eat a bite of supper and <laughs> do you, the things that you need to do and, and lay down and only to get up and do it all again. And every day it's just, you know, a, a, a repetitive motion, I guess you could say. I, I'm not sure exactly what I'm trying to say, but it just seems like we're caught in this. Uh, it's just, just life, I guess you could say. But beloved, I, I know if you're like me, I find myself thinking about, you know, sometimes when I'm reflecting back, I think about all the great works of God that he's done in the past. And, you know, maybe, maybe you can remember times that the Lord has miraculously moved for you. I, I know I sure can. You know, I, I call these the stones of remembrance. You remember how the children of Israel, when they come out of the, out of the Jordan and they set up these stones to remember and so that in generations to come that they would, whenever they pass by those stones, that they would remember how the Lord delivered them. Well, that's what I call those things. I call those stones of remembrance. You know, if you, if you can't think of anything that God has miraculously moved for you for, like, I don't know, like uh, things that he's done for you, I urge you to stop whatever you're doing right now and pick up your Bible and know that every promise in that word of God belongs to you. Every single thing. If you belong to Jesus, if your name has been written in the Lamb's Book of Life, then everything in that Bible is yours. Every promise. Every single thing. We're going to take a little break. And when I come back, I want to talk about Isaiah chapter 49. So get your Bibles now and let's turn to there. Okay, friends, so in Isaiah 49, I urge you to read, read the entire chapter. Um, what is going on here is, you know, sometimes, like, like Isaiah felt here, sometimes we may feel like that our work seems useless. And this is in verse 4 that I'm referring to. You know, just like Isaiah did, you know, it feels like that all your strength is for nothing and, and it has no purpose. In this whole chapter, the Lord's servant is being commissioned. I want us to think about this. It's just like you and I. We are being commissioned to carry out the work of the Lord. You know, he, he told him, he said, the Lord told Isaiah, he said, I called you before your birth. From within the womb, he called him by name. This is a promise to us, his children, and I am urging you today to realize that, that 
before your birth, from within the womb, God called you by your name. And going back to Psalms 143, you know, David was in distress, just like you and I. In a, he, he was requesting for mercy. I'm requesting for mercy today, and maybe you are too. Maybe you're requesting for mercy. Mercy from what, you might ask? Well, think of some of the enemies like that, that are against you right now. Enemies in your life that they may laugh at you or mock you for your work of God. The enemies of pain in your body. The enemies of lost loved ones. The enemies of debt. You know, the enemies that uh, your prodigal hasn't come back yet. These enemies, friends, they cause us to become prisoners. They cause us to be bound up and away from all that is dear to us. Just like just like Saul did to David. He, dro- he drove him out to darkness. He drove him out to being hiding from his inheritance. Well, these things... If we're children of God, these things are our inheritance. You know, just, and back to Isaiah 49 again. I know I'm doing a lot of skipping around here, but these correlate with one another. I want us to realize that that it declares that just the right time, God said, at just the right time, I will respond to you. I will protect you. I will say to the prisoners, come out in freedom. And to those in darkness, come into the light. Hallelujah. Beloved, we are to be like David in Psalms 143. He did not give up on God or lose his faith. And that's what we're going to do. It doesn't matter that we're hiding out. It doesn't matter if if we feel like we're dead. And sometimes I tell people, you know, I feel like I'm dead and been twice plucked up by the roots, right? I mean, really good and dead. But it doesn't matter. You know, we we have not, we cannot give up now. We have come too far to give up now. Amen? We cannot lose faith in God. We have got to keep our eyes on the prize, just like David did. He didn't lose his faith. He didn't give up. He trusted fully. And God to bring him out of his troubles. It tells us there in verse 5. He trusted God. Just like we're going to trust God. Just like we are trusting God. You know, the things we should always do when we're in distress. If we could just remember these things. is just like like David did here. Let's, let's reflect. Let's look back on what he was doing here. When he was in distress. Okay, number one. He remembered the days of old. When God delivered him from all his troubles. Beloved, we need to be like that. We need to remember when God has delivered us. And like I said, if you can't remember anything that God's done for you, you pick up that Bible and know that there are several things. Everything in that Bible is for you. And number two, we need to meditate on God's works. If we meditate on his works and the things that he has done, then that will encourage us. It will help us to look forward to the future works that he's going to do. And number three, muse on the works of his hands. I urge you to just look around you. Go outside, go for a walk, and look around. Everything that you can see has been created by our Heavenly Father. And how dare us not trust the creator of the universe? How could we do that? When everything that we see, when he spoke everything into existence and everything that we see was because of him. 
Stretch out your hands in prayer. Pray continually. We need to pray. I need to pray more. I need to go with a prayer on my lips. I mean, just as the as the word declares, pray without ceasing. Friend, I can't even make it two minutes in life without praying. I have, I find myself continually praying because it, it, either it's in a I'm in a storm, a battle, or coming out of one, or fixing to go into one, or just praying and thanking God. You know, these are the things that David done, and then he thirsts after God as a thirsty land. That's what we need to do. We need to thirst after God like we're parched and most of the time, beloved, we are. We're parched because we're hiding out. We're, you know, we've let that enemy put us in hiding and put us in a dungeon. And we need to lift up our soul to God. Just cry out to Him. Cry out to Jesus. Amen. And then flee to God and hide in Him. Instead of hiding from the enemy, David encourages us to hide in Him. If we will do this, then here's what's going to happen. I want you to turn back to Isaiah 49. And I'm going to read this. And I'm reading from the New Living Translation. In 49, verse, starting at verse 14. Yeah, it's a little lengthy, but I want you to listen what's going to happen. If we'll do these things that I just talked about when we're in distress that I just mentioned, then here's what's going to happen. Yet Jerusalem says the Lord has deserted us. The Lord has forgotten us. Never can mother, can a mother forget her nursing child? Can she feel no love for the child she has born? But even if that were possible, says God, I would not forget you. See, I have written your name on the palms of my hands. Always in my mind is a picture of Jerusalem's walls and ruins. Our walls are continually before him, beloved. Soon your descendants will come back, and all who are trying to destroy you will go away. Look around you and see, for all your children will come back to you. As surely as I live, says the Lord, they will be like jewels or bridal ornaments for you to display. Even the most desolate parts of your abandoned land will soon be crowded with your people. Your enemies who enslaved you will be far away. The generations born in exile will return and say, We need more room. It's crowded here. Then you will think to yourself, Who has given me all these descendants? For most of my children were killed, and the rest were carried away into exile. I was left here all alone. When, Where did all these people come from? Who bore these children? Who raised them for me? This is what the sovereign Lord says. See, I will give a signal to the godless nations. They will carry your little sons back to you in their arms. They will bring your daughters on their shoulders. Kings and queens will serve you and care for all your needs. Then you will know that I am the Lord. Those who trust in me will never be put to shame. Who can snatch the plunder or war from the hands of a warrior? Who can demand that a tyrant let his captives go? But the Lord says the captives of warriors will be released and the plunder of tyrants will be retrieved. For I will fight those who fight you and I will save your children. I will feed your enemies with their own flesh. They will be drunk with rivers of their own blood and the world will will know that I, the Lord, am your Savior and your Redeemer, the Mighty One of Israel. Praise the Lord. Friend, that is His promises to us today. 
that is how we come out of this distress. That is how the Lord is going to restore our inheritance to us because we've remembered what he's done. He's delivered us from our troubles. We've meditated on his works. We, we've meditated on the works of his hands and we've, we've stretched out our hands in prayer and we've thirsted after him and we have lifted up our soul to God. We have been hid with him. You know, the scripture says that we were with God in Christ before the foundations of the world. So beloved, we were always with him. He has never left us and he never will. Just like I told you at the beginning of this podcast, he will go with us all the way, even into the end of the world. So I encourage you today, look up, look up because your father, God, your heavenly father is destroying that enemy that is against you today. Those enemies that I spoke about earlier, what is your enemy today? Know that God is going to destroy them and we are going to be victorious. Don't be downcast today, beloved. Don't let your soul be downcast. Don't let your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me, Jesus said. For in my in my father's house are many mansions. If it were not true, I wouldn't have told you. This is true. There are mansions of health and things that we need. Peace of mind. That is, that's one of the biggest things that we all need is peace of mind. And I urge you today to look to your heavenly father for your answers. Don't look to the world for your answers. The world does not have our answers. Money does not have our answers. Your job does not have your answers. The The news media, the, the politics, the people in, in the White House, no one has your answers but God. God has your answers to your soul being set free from captivity. We are going to walk and trust in our Heavenly Father. We It's just going to be like a dream. We're going to wake up one day and all this is going to be over. Hallelujah. We decree it and declare it today. And I just want you to know that our Heavenly Father will give us back all that is dear to us. In Jesus' mighty name, he will do it. Write down the things that the enemy has stolen from you, has kept you captive from, all the things that are dear to you. I urge you to write it down today because not many days hence, not many days in the future, God will restore it back to you according to his words and his promises, just like he did to David, just like he did to Isaiah. And you put your name in there just like he did for you and me. Thank you today, friends. God bless you. God be with you. God lead and guide and direct you in all your paths. In Jesus' mighty name. Thank you for listening to my show. If you enjoyed my podcast, please subscribe by clicking on subscribe now so you can be notified of future episodes. I will be having guests on my upcoming shows and wouldn't want you to miss them. For more information or if you need prayer, you can write to me at kingdomambassadorministries at gmail.com or P.O. Box 66, Bakersville, North Carolina, 28705. Thank you and until next time, God bless each of you in Jesus' name.